This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its continuing mission to explore strange new worlds. Boldly go where no one has gone before. Engage. Engage. Enterprise. Enterprise. This is Captain Jean-Luc Picard. Captain Captain Janeway. Captain Sisko. This is Captain Jonathan Archer. Red alert. Photon torpedoes. Fire. The official Star Trek podcast. Engage. Engage. Make it so. With your host, Jordan Hoffman. That, sir, is illogical. Let's make sure history never forgets. This is Engage. Sailing frequencies open, sir. Yes, and we're back. Hello. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Engage, the official Star Trek podcast. I am your host, Jordan Hoffman. With me, as always, Brian. Brian in the booth. Good morning, sir. How are you? Brian, I'm a little annoyed today. Oh, no. What did I do now? No, you. It's not you. <laughs> it's never you, my friend. I'm an, Well, I'm annoyed because it's one of those days that it's simultaneously hot but also raining in New York. Yeah, so it's very humid. And- we need terraforming, better terraforming down here <laughs> on the eastern seaboard. It's disgusting outside. And I come in, and God, I got to say, I love it here at the Play.it Network, and it's 300 different corporate owners. <laughs> uh, it's wonderful. Everybody treats me real nice. But I go to get a cup of coffee, and the coffee machine is fine, and you got a 1,000 cups there, and you got a 1,000 lids there, so I take one cup, I fill it up with hot, hot, hot coffee, and then I take a lid, and all the lids are the wrong size. Yes, that 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 is no doubt here. Everyone every, complains about it, and they they. So what happens is they order the wrong cups, <laughs> and then people complain about it. So they order the right cup, but in the meantime, they've ordered the the lids for the wrong sizes, and so it's always just yeah. like off by a month. So then I get coffee all over my pants. <laughs> All over my hand. All, I kind of had my phone in my hand because I was looking something up for today's show. It's a, you know, this Captain's Kirk, Picard, Archer, Cisco, certainly Janeway would not allow this. So I'm going to say uh, that to my friends who run the coffee department here, uh, you are now on gamma shift and I want to see this cleaned up. <laughs> By the next time. But other than that, everything is great. And it's good to see you. We've been both been doing a little bit of traveling. We've been bi-weekly. The last show with uh, Michael Westmore was, um, by by my standards, I thought it was quite good. But I got some good feedback from listeners. I got my favorite kind of feedback, Brian. You know what I got? What'd you get? I got from two people. Listener, listener Holly, here in New York, who I love, and another listener whose name I don't remember, both said to me via social media that this was an episode... That even star- people who hate Star Trek would love. There you go. Oh, what better praise can you well, get no, than that? Well, no, what I mean is I want to do that once in a while. Because, you know, I know, pe- you know people come up to me sometimes and um, in my life and they say, hey, man, you should have a podcast. I'm like, I do have a podcast. <laughs> and they go, well, I don't want to listen to a Star Trek podcast. I don't like Star Trek. And they go, A, why are we friends if you don't like Star Trek? Because <laughs> Star Trek rules. And B, all right, so you don't really 
care about a deep dive on, you know, uh, the episode The Magics of Magus 2 from the animated series like we did that one time. So every X amount of podcasts, I'm going to do one that is of general interest. And Michael Westmore, who was our last guest, was the makeup uh, special effects makeup designer for 18 years uh, from TNG all on through Nemesis. But he also worked on, as, as we discussed, Raging Bull and Rocky and his father and his grandfather. You know, his 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 great, you know, his uncle designed the uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon. You know, it was a family of makeup. They're the first family of Hollywood Fa- makeup. Family of legends. <laughs> family of legends. So anyway, that's what led the last week's show was. Uh, but then we were away. You were traveling. You were in Dallas, Texas, right? Houston, Texas. Yeah. Close enough. <laughs> Close enough. How's Houston doing? It's good. I, I just visited some family. You so had I didn't some really family do too much. Yeah, okay. yeah. Did so. you wear a hat, a, cal- a, ga- a gallon hat? I, I did not wear a gallon. You know, I didn't see too many of those, believe it or not. Yeah. I've um, been to Austin a number of times, and I have bought, um, right there on Congress Street, uh, there's a shop, a famous cowboy shop. Okay. I, I think it's legit. I mean, now it's touristy, but I think back in the day, like, real cowboys went there. <laughs> I don't remember the name of the store, and I bought it when it was... Shirts, those like real cowboy shirts. Okay, yeah, with the like the thing on the shoulder. Yeah, and, the shoulder, yeah. and it's got like bedazzled stuff. Yes. There's like scorpions <laughs> on it. It's you know like Johnny Cash used to wear. Yes, those shirts. exactly. So uh, I bought one, and it wasn't cheap. It was like seventy five dollars. That's a lot. Yeah, I break it out at like special events, like and when you uh, go back to Austin. Yeah, yeah. When, no, when I go there, then I look like a putz. But you know, when I wear it somewhere <laughs> else. So you were in Austin. At, the reason I'm bringing this up is I was on a vacation with my beautiful wife. Uh, in Portugal, right? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Portugal's great. But I'm building to something here. Uh, Portugal was there to, to, to drink the wine, to taste the seafood, to see the history. A lot of castles. Very Game of Thrones in Portugal. Um, they might film some of that there, too. Uh, I, I would not be surprised. I know they do some in Seville, which is in Spain, which is pretty close. You yeah. know, that's like the New Jersey. New Jersey is the... <laughs> the New wait, Jersey. Portugal is the New Jersey of to Spain, of, oh. of, of the Iberian <laughs> Peninsula. Anyway, um... Uh, so, but what, I'm going to quiz you, Brian. Now, how well do you remember your history? What is Portuguese history? What is the one, their biggest claim to fame? I have no idea. Well, think about where they are on the map. What's what's to their left? The Atlantic Ocean. They are known for the age of... That's right, Brian. The age of exploration. Oh, yes. Uh, that's, that's what no, I was they, this on, is, tip on the tip of your tongue. All the great explorers... Not all of them, but Vasco da Gama, um, uh, Magellan, H- Henry the Navigator, the dude who uh, found uh, Brazil, the West first Westerner, uh, whose name I, I'm blanking on right now, Queta, I think his name was. Well, anyway, so all, they, they're really, they've gone in, like that's their gimmick, right? Is like, like these statues are everywhere of Vasco da Gama, and they're really plugged for tourists, you know, the age of exploration. You know, they're very proud of that aspect of their history, as they should be. So I'm there as a tourist, and I'm going around. I'm you know, go to the museums. You go where tourists go, and I got all these like my head is filled with like all this like age of exploration stuff, and it's very exciting. And I'm thinking about Captain Picard, who would love this stuff, and I'm thinking <laughs> about Janeway, and I'm thinking about Archer, and I'm thinking about Zephram Cochran. I'm thinking about all of our beloved explorers here in the Star Trek universe. Now they have a gig in uh, Lisbon, the cas- the capital, uh, which is called the. Um, Oh, what is it called? The uh, um, Mercado Feria, uh, which is, uh, translates loosely as the Thieves' Market. And the Thieves' Market happens twice a week in Lisbon, and it's happened for centuries. Like, there's uh, 
It goes back to at least the 16th century and some say even a thousand years ago in the same spot on X amount of times a week, people would come and bring their junk. And it's a, it's a, it's a big swap meet. It's like the, to put it in New Jersey terms, it's like the English town auction <laughs> of medieval, of medieval Iberia, right? But it's very romantic and it's in this uh, section of town called the Alfalma district where it's all like ancient steps and, you know, 500 year old churches and whatnot. It's very beautiful. And there are some lovely antiques you could buy there. So we go to the thieves market, right? And you know, I've got all my head filled with like you know, all except from Cochrane and, and Kirk and all the uh, Age of Exploration. And then I find on a desk somebody's put out like just in the middle of the road, this ancient cobblestone road that's on an angle. Old books, right? A lot of people brought old books in Portuguese. But then I see underneath the pile this kind of odd rectangular shaped book which I don't have with me. I should have brought it. But basically what it was was a Star Trek book from 1971. Oh, wow. It was a tie-in uh, product, and what it was was like a photo novel. Not photo novel. It was like a, fo- uh, it was like a um, summary of the original series. Okay. Of big episodes. So Space Seed, right? And you would go to it and it would have little images on each page. But here's the kicker. They were, uh, it's a sticker book, <laughs> which I'd never seen before. So you could, if you really like this one image of Khan and Kirk tussling, you could peel it off. There were like dozens of these tiny little rectangular stickers and you could put it on your on your book bag or whatever the heck you well, want. Wait, is, these, uh, is it one of those ones that uh, like the stickers are reusable? I don't, I don't mean I don't, I don't think oh, so. I oh, think once you once I remember you commit- that being when I when I was a kid that that was like a big thing. I, what are they called? Like um, I never heard of reusable stickers, but these I think once you commit, you're you're stuck. Okay, but they were all in there the stickers, and it was and it was you know in very good condition, and it's all in Portuguese, which I found <laughs> to be really cool. So it had Portuguese summaries of all the episodes, and then key images were stickerified. So I immediately take a picture and I send it to. Um, the CBS licensing team, uh, Marion and John Van Sitters, and they're all like, what the heck is, oh my God, I got to see this, this is wild. So I go to the guy, and I'm like, well, who knows what he's going to want for this. This is probably, uh, I think this is a little bit of a find. You know, I've never seen anything quite like it in English, let alone in Portuguese, and in good condition. One euro. Wow. <laughs> One euro, which at current exchange is a dollar eight, dollar eight point two or something like that. So that's exciting. So, uh, you know, uh, the explorers are with you wherever you go in the past or in the future. And uh, and that made for a good experience. So that's a lot of fun. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about, I'm a little I'm a little, I'm a little amped up. I'm a little pugnacious today, Brian. Um, I wanted to say to all the listeners, I wanted to tell all the listeners to, to everybody take a deep breath because some sources on the Internet you know, when there's a news vacuum, they start to flip out. So in the last couple of weeks, there hasn't been any specific new news uh, or images or, or video about discovery. And um, uh, this has inspired some writers on the Internet to look for a quick uh, fix of web traffic and just to once again say the sky is falling. Now we discussed this a while ago. It's not the, it's it's it was not the greatest thing that the one-time showrunner Brian Fuller is now not the one the, the showrunner. We like Brian Fuller, 
but his former lieutenants are now in control and we don't really know anything. And what these articles have been saying is just a lot of regurgitated speculation. And finally, I've been ignoring it, but there was one particular outlet, one particular writer. I'm not going to say the person's name. I will say their outlet, though. Their outlet is io9 slash Gizmodo, which, which is often a very good web. I have people, I have friends, some of my best friends <laughs> write for io9. <laughs> no, I do. I have uh, some friends that work there now. And some of, uh, I, I'm, we've had uh, on the show, we had Annalie Newitz, who, uh, who was the co-creator of io9. She's not there anymore. And um, certainly some other great people used to work there that have gone on to other things. Uh, there's one particular writer at io9 who just uh, it seems to be that this individual's beat is just uh, chicken little uh, sky is falling about <laughs> Star Trek every couple of weeks. And, and she's been um, going at it a lot lately. And there was something uh, that really bugged me, uh, which was um, pretending that there was new news in the, in the first paragraph. And then just actually when you finally read the thing which had a really incendiary headline, like, you know, what the F, and not F, the actual word is going on in Star Trek. And then, I think I actually read this article. Yeah, and then you, and you go, oh my God, what the hell happened? And yeah. then you read it, and it's like, I know all this. Yeah. And what were the topics? The topics were, they don't have a release date. Okay, fine, they don't have a release date. Uh, all right, so when, it's, when the show's ready, you know why? Because it's, it's got a lot of special effects. They did have this hiccup with the showrunner, and uh, it's on a streaming platform, and and they get to kind of run their own rules. Maybe that's kind of good in a way that they don't have their own uh, release date. Let it happen when it happens. Like a, you know, that's what you know. Everybody's all crazy about the the new um, pop and R and B albums that just kind of appear out of nowhere, right? You're on the internet, and they go, "Oh my God, uh, Drake dropped a new album <laughs> that no one was expecting." Oh my God, and then you go, "Wow, that's really cool." So it uh, doesn't work that way for Star Trek, I guess. All right, so, so, so that's one point of contention. The other point of contention was uh, there was apparently a meeting that took place a year ago between the producers and Michael Dorn, potentially talking about the concept of him returning as one of Worf's elders, which has happened canonically before in Star Trek VI, and it didn't pan out for reasons that we're not really privy to, right? I mean, what the only people who really know are the people that were in that room. And it was never a concrete thing, and then he was written out of the show. It was a meeting a year ago. Meetings happen all the time in Hollywood. Meetings People, happen here all the time. <laughs> yeah. meeting they matter. Meeting about the coffee lids, maybe. Yes. Why don't you have that meeting? I'm going to call God. that today. So meetings happen all the time. Hey, listen, Michael Dorn in the show, oh my God, that would be amazing. But it, you know, it didn't pan out. There were probably a dozen other meetings like that that probably happened that didn't make, uh, that didn't leak, right? That was the other thing. And the third thing that bugged me was, um, oh, you see, that's the thing. There was, nothing, there was no news. It was just, um, all right, let me look at this. It's a long article, too, for, for not right. really having anything to say. And here, Yeah, exactly. It's a long, long article. And it just sort of regurgitated the fuller news, which is not news, but it sounds very incendiary. And here's what annoys me, Brian. Here's why I'm yelling and screaming this rainy, disgusting day. Uh, io9, formerly of the Gawker Empires, was was cool in that they would always be very transparent about their traffic. So it has a little uh, number next to it, and you can see how many people clicked on the article. So 107.3 thousand people clicked on it. That's a lot of people for a dopey little science fiction blog. 107,000 people. Uh, so we clearly... Did, we just added to it. <laughs> yeah, all right. So clearly, there's going to have to be a follow-up. So two weeks later, there was another 
bit of news. And then I'm going to shut up because I don't want to pick on this person. I'm sure she's lovely. I've never met this. Or I haven't even said her name because I don't want to pick on her. But I'm sure she's lovely. Um, but And everybody's got a job to do. And it's probably her editor's fault. But anyway, okay. Um, new article later begins at this point. And this is a joke, but it's also obnoxious. At this point, I would like to see a show based on the making of Star Trek Discovery more than the actual Star Trek Discovery. What is happening over there? All right, it's a gag, but also, like, it's not that. Like, yeah, it, it, it made a little bit of news that, that they changed executive producers. But, that you know, this is the way things are done. It's just that because it's Star Trek, everybody's got it under the microscope. You know, things get changed. So here's the thing. Previously, Shazad Latif was supposed to be playing a Klingon named Commander Call. Now he's playing Lieutenant Tyler, who I swear to God is officially described with the very informative a Starfleet officer in the Federation. Why is the sky is falling? First of all, what do you mean supposed to play a Klingon? What do you mean supposed? There's no supposed to. They're making they're making a new yeah, we, show. Uh, we don't know yet. <laughs> they're making a new show, and they click supposed to, and you then you deep click into it. And it's not an official press release. It was something on Deadline, which is a Hollywood gossip site. Well, not gossip, but a Hollywood uh, trade site that often trades in um, uh, unofficial news. So there's no uh, this. You know what this is? I hate to say it. This is this is what they talk about. This is fake news. Oh my God! It is fake news. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the point is that this person's all. And then there's a further article. Star Trek is a disaster. Oh my God! The show is a mess because this actor. Uh, changed roles. Well, we have no idea why this happened, and we have no idea whether or not the person was hired, but they didn't yet know where the person was going to fit into the jigsaw puzzle. Um, maybe they hadn't even written the cap the character Lieutenant Tyler, and they said, oh my God, Latif is, is perfect for that. We've got this other dude over here who can play Lieutenant uh, Klingon Commander Cole. There's no, there's, no, there's no factual evidence here. All there is is the last article did 107,000 clicks, and this one did close to 60, 59.3. So why am I bringing this up? Am I doing this to make fun of Ionine? Absolutely not. I actually like Ionine 99.3% of the time. They do a lot of good coverage. I'm bringing it up to my fellow Star Trek fans who, I admit, like myself, can sometimes get a little edgy, right? Because we really, you know, we're nervous people sometimes. My point is this. Wait until the show comes out. If it stinks, to hate it. If it stinks, you'll be the first to hear it is from me. <laughs> I'll be the one telling you it stinks. I and but let's wait until it comes out first. I agree. And, and let's not say I'd like to see a documentary about the making of the show more than actual Star Trek because that's silly. <laughs> that's I know it's a joke and she was kidding around, but that's a that's kind of a silly thing. Who who really? You know, what would be the behind the scenes? A bunch of people in in offices, a bunch of people in conference rooms going, oh, well, the, the line item of this budget is a little high. Oh, that actor that uh, we thought was going to play the Klingon, what if he plays the human? Oh, good idea there, Greg. Okay, great. Let's see if he'll go for it. Call his agent. We'll just put some dramatic music under it and just, you know, right. ramp it up a bit. Right. You know what's going to be great? New Star Trek, for God's sake. Yes. And if it's not great, it'll be good. <laughs> it's it'll be, be good. it'll be something. It'll be good. How can it not be at least good? The worst episode of Star Trek. It's still a little bit good because they're on the ship, they're flying around, they're wearing cool uniforms. I'm telling you, the very worst episode of Star Trek and the Children Shall Lead season three of the original series still is kind of fun. <laughs> Give me a break. Star Trek is great, and IO9 is usually great, but that one episode annoyed me. Send your hate mail to me. And maybe we should get that author on the show. I'm sure she's very nice, and, and, and I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't want to pick on her, but nevertheless, I just have. So there you go. We have some great guests today. We have some other 
Star Trek podcasters, which we've had on this show before. We've had a few other podcasters. I want to get more. Um, the folks from the Priority One podcast are coming on to school me in Star Trek Online, which is going to be great. I um, And Priority One podcast has been around. They're, I don't know if they're, they're not, they've been around for a long time. They've been around for many years. I don't know the number, but uh, <laughs> like maybe a, a decade or so, That's possibly. A it's time. a long time. I may be, I may be misstating and we're going to find out. That's my favorite thing is asking questions when I don't know the answer. I'm not ashamed to say I don't know. I'm not ashamed to say wait and see. Well, they do have over 300 episodes, so. If they have 300 episodes and that's weekly, who can do the math? There's 52 weeks in a year, but let's say they take two weeks off for holidays. That's 50. So you you say, wow. That's a lot. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, we're going to ask them. We have uh, two guys from the Pride One podcast on today. Incidentally, um, that groovy photo book I was just talking about earlier, I'm going to have images from that on the Facebook page which I hope you uh, subscribe to. Hit like at facebook.com slash engage the official Star Trek podcast, all one long word. Um, And I uh, will, um, I'm not going to scan the images in because I don't have a scanner, but I will take some high-res photos with my iPhone. How does that sound? So uh, cool. Check that out. And we'll be back in just a moment. to play it a new podcast network featuring radio and tv personalities talking business sports tech entertainment and more play it at play.it this is engage the official star trek podcast oh we're back okay i hope those are some good commercials for you um, today is exciting because we have in our studios here on Deck 44 two fellow Star Trek podcasters. Now, Brian, this is not the first time we've had other podcasters on the show. That is But correct. never on Deck 44. We've had um, our friends, the women at Warp. Uh, we're on in Vegas. Our friends, Jara from uh, Ottawa and her band of motley fellow podcasters. And... Um, we uh, there was uh, the Trekkie girls from London. I think they're more vloggers than podcasters. And um, this is all. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying this to pour salt in my friend Scott Kalora's wound. Uh, my good friend runs a Star Trek podcast called Transporter Room Three, and I've yet to have him on the show. And I just uh, <laughs> I'm saying this just to just to mock him. But one of these days we'll have him. He lives out on Long Island, so the chances of him coming in here are, are few and far between. But the reason why our friends are on today, other than just because we want to have other podcasters on the show, because we we love these people is let's go back in time a few weeks ago when we um, I had my buddy Frito on and we originally had him on because we wanted to talk about old Star Trek games, video games, because he is a gamer and I am not. And primarily we were talking about games from the 90s and we were talking about the VHS game, uh, which was a lot of fun. And then we started talking about games of today and he was really jazzed about timelines, the social media um, not social media. Mobile. The, the mobile, mobile game. Thank you. The mobile app, which I have played a few times since, uh, and it's fun and it's uh, free at first, also. So we were talking about that, and he was crewing me, telling me all about how that works. And then we were talking about the the incredibly Byzantine but very entertaining tabletop game called Ascensions, which they just announced an, uh, an expansion pack for. You can now play as the Borg, or I think the Borg plays against you, or something like that. Which I had played at a friend's house, and it takes five hours, and it's ludicrous, and there's tiles all over the table, and there's little pieces, and the rule book is a thousand pages long. It's very amusing. 
And um, then we were talking a little bit about Star Trek Online. And Frito was like, yeah, I'm not really into Star Trek Online. It's not really for me. And he's like, ah, it's complicated. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I said, well, you know, I, I um, believe it or not, when Star Trek Online first was announced, I went to a press event and I, they let me touch the buttons and whatnot. And Zachary <laughs> Quinto was there and he knew less about the game than I did, but he was very nice. And that was many years ago. And then I haven't really played since. And then we sort of just got on with our conversation. We were talking more about timelines. Now, little did I know that there were those members out there in the Star Trek Online community who were a little bit annoyed. <laughs> Some might even say aggravated. Uh, I don't want to say angry. I think angry is too much. But I will say a little bit annoyed. They were like, whoa, hold the phone. Hold your podcasting mic. Don't just run over Star Trek Online, which has A, been around for seven years, and B, according to many sources, uh, is, if you look at it from a certain angle, the canonical extension of post-nemesis prime timeline Star Trek. Post-nemesis, post-Spock through the wormhole, which is actually act after Nemesis, right? Mm -hmm. Post-Spock, to some, to those Philistines like myself who only watch film and television, the last moment of the prime timeline right now, barring the comics, is Spock goes through the wormhole and um, to chase uh, Nero. Uh, and that's it. Which, in a way, is actually a nice little button. I kind of like that as the last spot, you know. But the gamers disagree and two of the gamers are are outside the door right now we're going to beam them in we're going to do a podcast to podcast transport we've never done this before hope nothing goes wrong no we've never we're going to do them individually so first we're going to bring in uh from all the way in princeton new jersey we're going to bring in elijah whoa here he comes Hello, everybody. As, as I am materializing, <laughs> I'm speaking. I have that kind of control. Oh, great. And we're going to bring in his, uh, his cohort. We're going to bring it all the way from Rhode Island, from Warwick, Rhode Island, with coffee, milk in hand, and clear chowder. Here comes Jake from Rhode Island. Why didn't, any tell Why didn't anybody tell me my butt was this big? Hey, there you go. <laughs> all right, good. So, guys, thanks for coming, and you have agreed to uh, give me a little bit of an education vis-a-vis -vis Star Trek Online. Now, I did go back and listen to what I... Well, no, I didn't go back. I was going to go back, but I'm pretty sure I was never negative about Star Trek Online. I merely said that it was not for me, and it looks really cool, and I don't know how to play, and then I figured my friend Frito did, because he plays all the other games, and he's like, yeah, it's not really for me, too. But um, so that was a bit of a bust. But luckily, it is for you guys. And um, I do have some questions. But before I get into that, uh, let's talk a little bit about Priority One Podcast, which is That's one right. of the longest living podcasts out there. Mm -hmm. Five um, years. Five years. Mm -hmm. A five year mission for Priority One. That's right. Can I just get a thing? Hold on. Let me put this on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. There's a Priority One message coming in on my phone. I thought I had it on airplane mode. The magic of post-production and editing, right? No, no, we're gonna leave, we leave it all we leave it all in on <laughs> oh, on okay, our cool, show. Cool, Brian cool. knows to leave in the errors. That's part of the fun. <laughs> My phone is bothering me. Okay, good. So uh, five years, mm -hmm. and your show, Priority One, is a Star Trek podcast about all things. Whenever when there's new discovery news, or more likely when there's no new discovery news, which mm -hmm. is normally the case. Uh, and you know when when the new movie comes out or when you know Marina Sirtis is an independent film, you're covering all that. But you do have a primary focus on 
Star Trek Online. That's sort of your bread and butter. Absolutely. We call it, we, we call it from week to week, we cover the Star Trek multiverse, right? Because there's just so much already at this there point. Is. And then we focus, We have a whole segment dedicated to Star Trek Online. And for the last five years, uh, we have reported on the latest news, latest updates, seasons, uh, patch notes, you name it. And we've been fortunate enough to have several of the developers of the game from Cryptic Studios on our show uh, to, to really get under the hood of Star Trek and talk about Star Trek Online and talk about... Um, what the latest updates are. Nice. And there's a bunch of you in your crew. Mm-hmm. It's not just you, Absolutely. and it's not just Jake. There's others. Uh, you have a, a co-host named... Kenna, Kenna and Tony. And um, Tony. The nice thing about our podcast and is... there's an Irish dude. Yeah, there's an Irish dude, Winters. <laughs> uh, and, th- and that's what I was about to say, is that we are global, right? That we're not uh, in any one studio location. We have the flexibility and... and and the fortune to be able to record in our basements, in our homes, and then bring it all together uh, in post-production to make it sound like we're all in one room. So we've got Winters in Ireland, Tony in Kansas City, Kenna in Florida, uh, Jake in Rhode Island. We have people in Minnesota, West Coast. We even have, we've gone as far as Australia as well. And this, to a certain degree, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, mirrors a little bit the gameplay of Star Trek Online, that Mm -hmm. you can build a crew and you know you're from all over the place but you put your headphones on and you can scream at one another and you know Leroy Jenkins right yep, I know yep, that that's the yes, one yep. gaming term I know <laughs> gotta whip that out early right you can scream Leroy Jenkins at each other yeah. so that's fun okay so here's the deal I um, uh, you know I love Star Trek and I, I certainly keep up with the books and the comics but when it comes to the games I'm all thumbs so I have sort of been uh, benignly neglecting uh, Star Trek Online, but I know there's a lot going on, um, both in terms of gameplay, but also storylines. So I'm going to ask some very basic, what some might even call very dumb, entry-level questions. But I know that there are other listeners out there that are asking the same questions. Mm-hmm. And I am, I have no uh, shame, <laughs> so I'm willing to make myself look like a fool and ask these very silly questions that to you is is common sense, but to a non-gamer... Is very is is confusing and perplexing. So let's go with the biggie right here. Now, when you guys say there's a new season, right, and they're up to season thirteen just That's launched. Right. I was doing a little bit of my homework. If I was tomorrow to go and start Star Trek Online to to sign up, and it's like a monthly subscription fee. Actually, no, it's free to play. It's free to play, and then Star there's Star Trek Online. You can you can pay additional uh, money to get some enhancements. But generally, you can go from level 1 to 60 in Star Trek Online without spending a dime. Wow. There is a time currency called Dilithium. Uh, you can you earn Dilithium by running missions, and you can use that to exchange for other currencies or to purchase a ship. Yeah, so it's you can literally not open your wallet you at can, all. You can do the miser's path and mm-hmm. not, play, not mm-hmm. pay a dime. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the same as Star Trek Timelines game also. You can play for free, but even though in the in the bit that I was doing it and at first I'm like who would pay why would you spend money when you could do it for free and you do it enough and you're like yeah you know 99 cents here would right. actually help mm-hmm. out it's not yeah you, you throw in a little bit it's not going to kill me um so if I decided to start tomorrow would I start at quote-unquote season one or do I start at the season that was just announced a couple days ago 
So the seasons work more like expansions, right? So you would start from where everybody started at first, right? So that's season one, and you play story missions. It's very arced according to the story that they've written out in terms of the lore. So you wouldn't jump in immediately to start playing the featured episode that was released with season 13. You would start from the beginning. You would start as a, uh, you know, fresh out of the uh, academy and thrown into onto the helm of a ship that you have to you have to protect and then go through the existing story. So Klingon War, battles against the Borg, uh, the development of new Romulus. So Romulus is now defunct after the Hobus system. Yeah. Um, so you have to help the new Romulans, right? Detan. Detan from um, Unification, the young boy that Spock introduces to He's now an old man. Picard. He's now an old man awesome. and the leader of the Romulan Republic. So you go through all these stories, and the seasons are more than just story. The seasons also enhance the game in some way, shape, or form. So they improve on systems. They introduce new new technologies, new games, new new subsystems into the game that as you progress, you can continue to participate in. So if I start today or tomorrow, mm-hmm. I would take it would it would take me x amount of time to catch up to you basically yes yeah but, is there but go ahead but i would argue you don't want to rush it no 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 not the at all the best part of, of star trek online is the story mm-hmm. don't rush this take your time well it would be like let's say uh this was in the 90s and everybody else is watching season six of the dominion war of deep space nine and then you would have access to well in those days it would have been vhs tapes mm-hmm. but you'd be like no start at the beginning and then right do it quickly, and maybe you'll catch you'll catch up eventually. But do it on time. If one wanted to be a jerk and be like, "Oh, all my other friends are in season thirteen. Can you jump ahead if you want to?" Or some of the missions are gated by level, so you have to reach a certain level before you can play those achievement those unlocked. Episodes. Yeah, so that's and, another gamer's term, right? I know. Achie- I yeah, know. so a particular achievement unlocked, but it's also. Um, by it, it's gated by story as well, so you cannot progress to the next episode of Star Trek Online until you complete a previous episode, and that's gotcha. not all the episodes, but a majority of them work that way. So there's you have to go in order. Gotcha. And it's gotcha. designed that as you go through the story, you're also leveling up. So right, anytime right. you kill a baddie, you earn XP experience points to level up your character. Sure, it makes perfect sense. All right, well that answers my principal question because I've never quite understood how a game. How it would have like a season, but mm-hmm. you're, but it's so it's not like so. This is my second question. From what I always understood about MMOs, massively multiplayer online RPGs, mm-hmm. role playing games, is that all everybody who's plugged into it, and there are many Star Trek Online players, they're all in the world in the sandbox at the same time together. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I don't understand this. If I come in and I'm only at level one, and you guys are on thirteen. When I'm zooming around the quadrant, I'm not going to bump into you guys. You will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're all in the same. We're all in the same environment. What ends up happening is that you see, Star Trek Online is unique in that you can play the game as a solo player without talking to anyone else. It's not recommended. It's no. an MMO by design. Rich Barclay to be. would do that, right? But he right. probably should. <laughs> he needs to get out of his shell a little. Exactly. Bit. <laughs> but what ends up happening is, is if I'm level one and Jake is level thirteen, I can ask Jake for assistance and he can take me on as as a mentor. So my level kind of ups to his a little bit. So I can play the missions that I've already played. You can replay your mission. So I can play with him. He types in, you know, at Coffee Milk Guy, you know, 1980. (laughs) And if I zoom to help him with, with, you know, the first Oh, so he can kind of observe. Right. And assist. Well, not just no, yeah. yeah. You can, you can or he can also on. screw with your mind a little bit. He can be like uh, Burlinghoff Rasmussen and pretend like he knows what's going <laughs> yeah, on, right. but actually not. He could. He could. Um, 
All right, so that's that's a whole level of interaction that is uh, mind blowing to me. That's that's really cool. You know, I even want to add something to it because you know we're we're in convention season now, right? So people are starting to gear up for something like Star Trek Las Vegas or New York Comic Con or whatever. And one of the things that I've learned going to conventions is that you start to miss people, right? You make friends at the conventions. Oh yeah, yeah. And so Star Trek Online is a is an awesome awesome environment to keep in touch with those fellow Trekkies, right? Because right. you can log into the game. You know, chat with them via text or join on something like TeamSpeak or Ventrilo and talk to each other and run experience this journey 30 years past Nemesis with someone else. Right, right. And you don't have to wait till and STLV. I, 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 it's, it's probably one of those things that you have to do it and see it to totally understand. But if you're like at the, the most current in the story and your buddy's five seasons behind, you're kind of putting your own story on hold for a second to go hang out with that guy a little bit. Because you're not really propelling your story forward if you're back when he's doing the, you know, the, the Kitimer attack or whatever it is. But still, it's the social aspect of it. Right, right. Okay. All right. I think I got that. And that is intriguing to me. Now, um, the other thing is when you play, you don't play as Picard or Janeway. You play as, as you. Your own captain, yeah. And yep. you don't, and you are, but Picard and Janeway are in the game, or some of them are and some of them aren't. The, some of them are, some of them are. The actors who wanted to do the voiceover work are right, in it. Right, right, right. All right, so Picard and Janeway are not in it, but um, uh, Harry Kim is. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. So he's, he's no longer an ensign, which is that's good. That's good, good. Because it's, it's, it's all set 30 <laughs> years after. Nemesis, yeah. Ne so that's 29 years after Spock in the Black Hole, or we don't know the exact. We'd have to do the uh, telemetry on that. Hold on, I can You don't have, have to look oh, it up. All right, all right. X amount of time. Mm -hmm. um, so... All right, so give me kind of the day one. Uh, w what's life like in the, in the universe? In, in the universe, yeah. thirty years after Nemesis, I've been I've been dying to know. All right, so is Data in B four? Data is in B four. I knew it. Data is in B four. <laughs> so there are th there is a something called the path to twenty four oh nine. Twenty four oh nine is when Star Trek Online starts. That story. Yeah. Right. So again, thirty years past uh, past Nemesis. In that time, a bunch of things have happened, right? Yeah. So Picard has retired. He is, uh, well, he was the Vulcan ambassador after he stepped down from ca uh, captaining the Enterprise. Um, B4 is now Data. Uh, Got his name changed legally. Legally right. to Data, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and there's still some mix-up. Data feels a little bad that he took over B4, so he's working on trying oh, to bring okay. B4 got, back. Yeah, new issues. Yeah, yeah some new issues. Um, who else? Who else is a big... Is R Riker and, and Troy are on the Titan? Or? Yes, they are. Yes, they're on the so Titan. So there, there is um, a, a great deal of symmetry between uh, the books and mm -hmm. the story. Right, right, right. So uh, if, if it happened in the mostly canonical Star Trek books that are post... Uh, Nemesis, uh, the Destiny trilogy. Does well, that, they they do divert from Destiny. So they, the uh -huh. fan theory, the fan theory is they're alternate parallel timelines. Oh yeah, give me yeah. some of this. Let's yeah. let's dive into this well, a little. That's that's pretty much the theory. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but why was there a nebula that exploded or something or a, no, a device of some sort that different writers? Different. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, post Nemesis mm -hmm. up until the Destiny, we'll call that the Destiny Fork. How does that sound? Perfect. Yeah. So there was a similar uh, side-by-side symmetry, and then the Destiny series and the books are kind of doing their own thing. 
and Star Trek Online is doing its own thing, but there probably is some rhyming between the yes. two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I bet you there are fans that get very excited when they say, oh, that thing that just happened to Harry right. Kim here, that was mentioned in blah, blah, blah's book over here. Esri Dax is mentioned as the captain of the Aventine, oh. things like that. Okay, know? all right, mm-hmm. good. Like I love Esri Dax. And the Vesta is in the game. Yeah. Okay. That beautiful, yeah. beautiful ship. Is um, is there any uh, New Frontier action in there? Is there uh, uh, Captain Mackenzie Calhoun? Yes, show as a matter of fact, there is. Uh, <laughs> Mackenzie Calhoun is hanging out at uh, Starbase K-7. Oh, that's uh, where he would hang along out. With, yeah. Along with... Uh, I, uh, Icheb and uh, Naomi, Naomi Wild. Wait, wait, wait. Time yeah. out. Icheb is in this? You, yeah. you Give me a right. break. Yeah. No, he didn't voice. He hasn't voiced. He, no, he hasn't voiced. He hasn't voiced. Oh, but, but just the face of Icheb. Yes. Icheb. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the face of Icheb. But the, f- the face of Naomi Wild. is yeah, in there? Yeah, she, she's, she's right, by, right by his side. Oh, good for yeah, her. Yeah. I love her. Yeah, she's so cool. how's she doing? Because now great. she's 30. She's probably like uh, 40 now. Yeah. She married, have kids? Yeah, I think so. Oh, awesome. That's nice. In my head, she does. Yeah. That's nice. She was a lovely, lovely girl. Yeah. All right, cool. So, um, and but other, so bigger stuff. You said right. now Romulan Romulus did explode because right. of that comet right. that Spock tried to uh, defeat, and then he couldn't do it. Uh-huh. Um, so, where are they building new Romulus? So they are. And where on- are they getting the proto matter for such a such a? No, they didn't have to. They didn't have to. They didn't have to terraform a, a planet. They found a planet. Would it be they, terraforming or rumforming? <laughs> ooh, that's a good. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Knowing those Romulans. Yeah. But Detan is yeah. Detan is leading the uh, the campaign to have a peaceful Romulus, you know, no more Tal Shiar, or he's trying to have a no more Tal Shiar, no more subversiveness. However, the mm-hmm. Tal Shiar is playing a, a key role in this story. We have Denise Crosby reprising her role as uh, Empress Sela. Yes. And she comes in, and awesome. Denise Crosby has been doing a significant amount of voice work for Star Trek Online. Oh, that's great. So, you know, that, the whole, that whole arc, most of the arc, dealing with Romulan, the Romulus story, you have Denise Crosby voicing it, and it's amazing. She mm. just slips right back into the role, and it's so immersive, absolutely immersive. So it's it's if you're a Star Trek fan and if you love that Romulan story, yeah, you're going to want to play this. Okay, cool. Uh-huh. So let me ask you my second big question. And again, this is very basic, and forgive me for sounding like a moron. Because what you've described to me sounds really cool. It sounds like watching great TV or a mm-hmm. movie or reading the book or the comic. You're telling me that Sela is back, and she's fighting Detan, and they're trying, they're, they're struggling for the future of Romulus. But this is still a game, and it's still a video game, and video games involve moving ships around, mm-hmm. firing phasers and whatnot. I mean, at the end of the day, it's probably there's aspects of this game that are a little bit like asteroids at some point. you got to shoot something. <laughs> so t- what, is the, what is sort of the, the ratio of I'm going to sit back and, and watch what's been recorded and, and you know, made an animation and, and record, versus... It's an open sandbox, and my ship and my away mission, because I think you do both, mm-hmm. my characters are going to determine the story. Right. Or determine, and, and how does the gameplay actually work? Because I was actually looking at videos last night, and I was a little bit confused. So that was a multi-part question, mm-hmm. but, uh, uh, but uh, I, I turn the table over to you. So the cinematic and the voiceover happens in while you're playing missions, while you're playing these story missions. So it's not like you go in and you can just hit play on a video right and and watch it these happen as you are rolling through your character and leveling up oh, um which is different from a traditional cut scene there are cut scenes but they're okay. in the middle of the story that you're playing okay so, so all of a sudden you do something you trigger an action and boom cutscene. oh i see, I see. and okay. then you have sila talking to you, you have harry kim giving you instructions explaining what's going on tim ross you know if, if you're on a dyson sphere um <laughs> He's, he's, which can happen. Which can happen yeah, and right. does happen. I um, use one to vacuum my carpet. At the, at the <laughs> <Street>. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> so you you experience it. You go through the story and you live the cinematic as if though you were a character on an episode of canon episode. Right, right. Now the nice th- now, the thing about Star Trek Online is that it's really two MMOs in one. Uh-huh. Right, the traditional MMO that most people are familiar with, it's either either in space or either on the ground. Right, World of Warcraft on the ground, something like Eve in space, uh, space sims like uh, Elite Dangerous again in space. But Star Trek Online offers you two experiences yeah. as as an as a captain leading an away team on the ground and as a starship captain fighting in space in three dimensional space, limited three dimensional space, mm, but still yeah. three dimensional space. So it's exciting because you it's very it, you don't get bored. You really don't get bored playing Star Trek Online. Now, arguably, the space combat is probably one of the highlights of Star Trek Online. Yes, I mean it is. It's what brings people in. Sure, because it's not as complicated as like a space sim, like where you need a joystick and you got a throttle and it's, yeah, you no. know, you, you can't control I would it. Because never it's, be able to do that. Mm-mm. Low price of entry too. You don't, you, you just need a mouse and a computer. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And not even a heavy computer either. I mean, it'll run on, if you have a five-year-old desktop or laptop, it'll run. What, um, now let's talk a little bit about the ships. Uh, you don't have to play as Federation, right? You can nope. play as a, you know, a, any number of, uh, either Card- you know, Cardassian. You can or, play as, Cl- so there are three factions. Mm-hmm. The Federation, the Klingons and the Romulans. Aha. So you can pick one of those three factions. And within those, I'm sorry, within those factions, there are uh, different races. So if uh-huh. you pick the Federation, you can be a Vulcan, you can be a yeah. human, you can be an alien, you can be a uh, uh, Saurian, you can be, and if you pick... A Saurian? Yeah. Awesome. Pretty good, yeah. I never see the yeah. Saurians. Um, Actually, a Saurian but, is a president of the Federation now. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mind the <laughs> recount. Are you kidding me? Um, so... Uh, um, but but hold on a second. So all right. So if you're a Romulan, the Romulan arc that we're talking about uh, is. Do you play it differently? Yes. Because, aha. Uh-huh, so not everybody has the same experience in this know. game. So if you play um, Star Trek Online and you're you're let's say you're both about to start level thirteen uh, because you're caught up, um, but you're as a Romulan and you're as a Federation. Benzite or something, um, <laughs> which you can do. <laughs> uh, I love the Benzites because they have that little harmonica with them at all times. So if you're a Benzite, uh, you're playing two different. You're playing not two different games, but your um, perception of it is a little different, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you can loosely argue that you have six games. Oh my god! Yeah, it yeah. would take it would take a pretty good argument <laughs> to convince somebody of that, <laughs> which I can't do. But really, you have si- you have six games because you've got. Three factions. Each uh-huh. one has its own unique story. Oh, um, the Romulans are a little bit in the middle. Um, yeah. but there's also a TOS faction which they've just released. I just get, I read about this, which and is this really is very cool. exciting. So yeah. so let's. Uh, I guess due to probably a lot of demand, there's a storyline in which. Uh, what is it? Just a particular character that you can play as, or no? You same as was like sucked through a wormhole. Yes, uh, we don't want to spoil no spoilers, you know. Well, <laughs> it was in the Wikipedia but you do, page. Yeah, so. but you do end up playing with other people, so you, you get there somehow. Now you never get to play. Cool you never get to play like a, as a checkoff or a no. date or anything. But You're somebody always, from that, but era. somebody from that era will join you. So, for instance, in oh, oh, this TOS season, yes, uh, Walter Kinnick voiced. Right, so right. he's on. He's on. So you don't. You're still playing your character, you're but you're interacting with mm-hmm. uh, a red shirt from from back in the day mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. something. And like their that. their character creator is pretty impressive. You could probably create Chekhov and and name him like you know Krikov. And so you can create it. So along the way, you can create a new character, even if you've been playing yes. as Ensign Jones mm-hmm. of 
if you want to do a vanilla, I'm Ensign Jones from the Federation. Leave me alone. I'm from Earth. I, I'm, I'm on one of the Federation ships. Galaxy class, probably. <laughs> um, but along the way, you want to say, no, nah, I want to stop playing. I want to put that guy on pause, and I would like to be a, uh, a Tholian or something. Yeah, you, well, yeah. you can't be Tholian, but you no. Can, no, you can absolutely do that. Tholians don't speak. They have they use yeah, thought that, colors. Yeah. It's very confusing. Yeah, yeah. All uh, right. So that was a bad example. But if you want to become a Benzite, right, right. So you 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 know you put that character down. You just okay, and then uh, you have character slots. But yeah, you don't you dump all of all of your Ensign Jones's stuff. No. Well, into you, him, some you of the some items. Yeah, can. some of the stuff some you can transfer you between. Collect uh, in the field. You find a, a phaser rifle and you collect it, or you mm. gain experience points by. Strangling somebody or something, right, right, right. Uh, and that's you, and that's traditional to most MMOs. Where right. most some items you can transfer to other players. I, ah. I made something. I made an awesome phaser. I'm going to gift it to Jake or vice versa. Yeah, you or, thought it was awesome. He actually didn't want it. Yeah, he didn't he want was it. Too no. polite to say anything. But, <laughs> um, all right, cool. All right, I'm, it's starting to starting to click. But I find it very interesting that um, based on whether you play Klingon, Romulan, Federation, will determine a little bit your experience mm -hmm, of it. Mm -hmm. I also imagine that there are ways to play and to complete um, uh, a, a, a level where you don't necessarily see everything. Is that possible? Like you would, I don't want to say skip or cut corners, but there's probably little things in the nooks and crannies, side missions or whatever you want to call them that are really cool, but by, maybe by accident or just because you're in a rush, you might miss it, and your friend would be like, "Oh my God, did you see that thing? That uh, you know, there was that whole." And you're like, "No, I missed that." Yeah, they, they you have that that main story arc, and that that'll get you through most of the levels. Um, and then, for instance, you go to Earth Space Dock, and you find an NPC, a non-playable character, standing there with a little icon over his head, and he'll give you a mission to do a side mission, a side right, quest. Right. Right. Um, you go to you go to Deep Space Nine at some point. When yeah, I did the yeah. when I went there was, <laughs> so when the game launched, two thousand. 2010, 2010, 2010 yeah. there was um uh i i got an invitation um and it was like oh my god star trek yeah i'm like online well, i don't really know too much about video games but i'll go and the guy um it was a beautiful it was, it was like a very fancy hotel it was funny i wish you guys had been there no i know because it was <laughs> that, that's, that's that's what sucks is that they didn't invite you they invited me i don't know what the hell's going on and um there were some very fancy uh Televisions, giant flat screen TVs and computer terminals are in a fancy hotel here in Manhattan. And there was like cocktails and hors d'oeuvres and a lot of very attractive people walking around. Yeah, I'm a little upset I wasn't invited. And to this. then I go to sit down. I'm like, how do you play? Like, I'm like, where's the where's the joystick? I don't know. I, I really I don't play many video games, mm -hmm. mostly because I don't know. I just don't. I, I have nothing against video games and a lot of my friends have a have a PlayStation, the Xbox, all these things. I, I got a Wii for my nephew once. That's about all I got. So, um, and I started asking questions, and he didn't know what the heck I was talking about. And then Zachary Quinto showed up, and he was actually really fun because he had recorded the sort of welcome to Star Trek Online. Now, I don't know if it's still his voice when you first start. He is a uh, emergency medical hologram. Right, no, he's he's yeah. he's he's the EMH, right? Yeah. Yep. And so I asked him an in-universe question. And I'm like, why don't you look like Lewis Zimmerman then? If you're, if you're an EMH, and he looked at me like I was from, <laughs> uh, from a destroyed Romulus. He was very nice, but he's like, hey man, I just think the game's really cool. I'm really, uh, I'm really excited for fans to get into it. All right, I gotta go. Right? <laughs> I'm like, well, all right, all right, fair enough. Um, but but and that was that. Uh, 
Well, don't forget I, that the EMH yeah. in Voyager, there was a, like a Mark III that was played by Andy what's that? Dick. Yeah, by Andy yeah, Dick. Right, right but and I would. So he's Zachary Quinto's EMH is Mark Forty. There you go. That's the answer. That's the answer. I don't know. I don't. Anyway, so um, why did I bring this up? I brought this up because so so I did play around a little bit, and I just kind of walked around the promenade. I'm like, this is great. You know, mm. this is really cool. I'm just like, it's, it's, I'm, I'm just some dude walking around the promenade, and it feels just like uh, Star Trek. Um, they did not tell me it was 30 years later, I don't think. That that I'm, I only learned last night when I started reading about this. but Or maybe I knew that. But uh, anyway, the point is, um, you guys have done a, a, a much better job of explaining why a fan would want to play. But there is the issue of, uh, there is a bit of if you're a little older, or or even me, I'm of video game age. But once you get past like Space Invaders and uh, what's another one, Battlezone, <laughs> Zaxxon, you know, um, Tempest, uh, Gauntlet. I remember that oh, yeah. one was kind of yeah. a good one. Uh, that was a multiplayer game too. Once you get past that, it does get a little bit complicated. And I do go to friends' house, and they have the Xbox, and I hold this the controller, and I'm like, well, there's a lot of buttons here. But there's not a lot of buttons in Star Trek Online, right? Because you're, it's it's a different type of game. There isn't so much uh, on some games where you, um, what is it, like uh, uh, Call of Duty and whatnot, you gotta be fast and fleet right. and on your feet, and you gotta have to strife and strafe and duck and shoot and yeah. point and run. That aspect of gaming isn't really in this, right? Like, you don't have... You don't, it's not, not like a, tw- a Twitch game. No, it's not. You oh, see, like, Call okay. of Duty yeah. has far less commands than Star Trek Online. And most MMOs will take up your entire keyboard. You oh. can completely program your entire keyboard to actually play the game. But I don't want that to turn people off to Star Trek Online because the the barrier to entry for Star Trek Online is no more complicated than sitting down to a tabletop like Ascension. Because I've tried tabletops, <laughs> and I just do not have the patience nor the brain power to learn an entire tabletop game and then spend five hours like you did. Like right. You, like you well, said it, was, it was once and we, we've <laughs> been trying to schedule another one and with everybody's, it's difficult. But once you get into it, if you if you book a Sunday, it's a blast. Right. But everybody's got to live in the same town. Exactly. And, and there is always one guy who really knows it. And the others, uh, I mean, I, when I played Ascension, I was constantly asking questions. What do I do again? What do I do with this? And he'd be like, don't you remember? That's your, right. you trade up for that, <laughs> and then you get your uh, you know, your, your building point. Like, oh, yeah, 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 okay. So, um, but you're telling me that Star Trek Online is no more difficult, in fact, less difficult than that game. I would say so. I would say oh, yeah, it's yeah, less difficult been. than like a tabletop okay. strategy game. Yeah. So, the now, the, the you mentioned Xbox and PS4. Um in the last year, Star Trek Online ported over the game to be able to be played on a console. Now, you cannot program, you have, you know, X amount of buttons on an, on an Xbox or PS4 controller versus a, an entire keyboard and mouse. So they spent a lot of time redesigning the user interface on the console to make it easy for you to switch through powers, rotate, pick what you pick what you want to fire and fire at. Um, so the the user experience on console is much is, I wouldn't say is different mm-hmm. than what you would experience on a PC. That's the, the, what you're saying in a diplomatic way is it really should be played on a PC. Yeah, yeah I would say. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> okay, I would say fair so. enough. I would say so. But uh, another wrinkle is they it's not for Mac, right? So in it a was race, for a while, it was and, for they a while and they okay. killed it. However, there are ways around it. You can use something like Wine, a Wine skin to play it, or Boot Camp, or Parallels. You could. You or could let me it. ask you a question, because because you you kind of getting my interests up. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm 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 I'm, I'm kind of jealous now that I'm not playing this game. So, 
I have a Mac. I'm a Mac because I'm a Philistine, so because they're easy. <laughs> I have an iPhone, Mac. Yep. My wife's got an iPad. The whole thing. What kind of Mac? Um, uh, Air. A Mac. I got I got the one for the guy who's always traveling and doesn't really do a lot of stuff with it other than email. Okay. Um, but you said that on any PC, uh, even one that's a few years old, right? So if I go to was a half dot com or something, you can get a PC. If I wanted to do a PC that was just a dedicated Star Trek Online PC, I'd probably get that for like $150, right? I would shoot probably more for like $200, yeah, come on two, two fifty. It has to be... Maybe like, do I hear two twenty five? Yeah, maybe like five, <laughs> maybe like a thousand bucks. No, 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 like, no, 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 I'm just kidding. It's, you know, it, the... the the game, it's a seven-year-old game, right? So it, the technology doesn't require a lot of horsepower. It really right. doesn't. What The minimum requirement is DirectX 10. So anything running XP, that's not going to play the game anymore. Um, but you can get, if, you, if you're running a five, four-year-old desktop PC at home, you should be able to load up Star Trek Online again for free, download it right right onto your computer, mm -hmm. and start running it. It may not look as pretty as if mm. you were running it on a $800 machine, but you're still going to be able to experience that story and live in the Star Trek universe. Right. All right. Would it be crazy to get a, a the, you know, the last time I had a non-Mac computer was like a DOS situation. Oh, oh man. man. I've been very dedicated. <laughs> you know, once you, once you switch over to the Mac, it's you're in, you're sucked mm -hmm. in, you know, mm -hmm. you can't get out. And um, there was that's not true. I switch back and forth all the time. Do you? I okay. Do. Well, you you know you you teach at Princeton. You you got a whole other I teach. You, I wish, man. Oh, you were associated with Princeton <laughs> yes, University yes. in some capacity. So you uh, you teach the guy next to you. How right. Pretty much. He, yes. When, yes. When he's yes. Confused. All right. So that's my headache. Let's see. Maybe I'll give myself an an, an early uh, Hanukkah gift this year and, and buy an inexpensive. Uh, thing and then I can uh, try to play it and then I'll 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 call you guys when I don't know what the hell right. I'll, I'll tell you I'll, I'll tell you what I'll build you a machine somewhere I'll find something and no shoot no you an I email. don't want you but no no don't build not build me. not like no I mean like I'll sh I'll go online oh. I'll tell you okay you need this. I'm not gonna build. I mean I, I mean, love you I love you Jordan but <laughs> but you know we just met man um, I'll go online I'll I'll pick something bare bones yeah. that that'll run the game and you can enjoy it, and then we can share it with the community and that way they can, can kind of get an idea and then of I can what. find you in the world in the world in the alpha quadrant yeah, and yeah. be like hey I'm, I'm still in season one uh where uh how do i um defeat this uh gorn or whatever's <laughs> that are the gorn in there oh yeah oh yeah they're oh, in that's there. awesome mm -hmm. uh the tholians are there but you can't play as them right you probably can't they're play as gorn either right oh no you can play as gorn so well see this to me is silly though i'm gonna tell you why. okay talk to me because why would you want to play as a gorn because a they're dumb they just hiss and are slow <laughs> Um, but B, like, uh, you know, what's the experience? Of, first of all, the, we don't even know that much about the Gorn, really. Which I mean, it's kind of cool. No, right? no, 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 nah. no. You want to be as a human. Here, I, let me tell yeah. you guys about Star Trek okay. Online. All right. <clears throat> to play this game, mm -hmm. you want to be a human or a Vulcan okay. or a Klingon. If you're not one of those three, it's. You're doing it wrong? You're doing it wrong. All right. <laughs> what do you play? I've got, a, uh, I've got a few characters, actually. I play, What's your main guy? My main guy is a, is a uh, human federation. See? Yeah. And your yeah, main. My, is a joint Trill federation. All right, Trill is fair. Right, trill is fair. Trill, trill is basically. Uh, I would never say this to a Trill's face, but they're basically <laughs> human. No, that's fine. A couple of spots is not a big deal. Um, all right. See, I think if you play something bizarre as a Gorn or a, a Z, an avian Zindi or something like that, is. Uh, is going to be crazy, right? Yeah, but, but maybe your alt character, the second guy you play. All right, it's an alt character, around, sure. You know. Sure. And obviously, um, 
No, uh, you know who uh, I would if what the dude from Star Trek Into Darkness, the most disgusted, the most disliked film in all the series. Mm. That dude with the deep voice and the, the android. eyes, that android, you actually can get him as a bridge officer. Zero seven one eight is zero what he's called, and he voiced yeah. for the game. Yeah, they brought him. No into joke. Voice so zero seven one eight. He's in there. Yeah. Sense though, because he's in the alternate timeline. Ooh. So in one of <laughs> the seasons, oh. in one of the seasons, they uh, you cross over into the Kelvin timeline. No joke. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I want to say this happened in two thousand in one of the seasons in two thousand sixteen. Yeah. Yeah, so you meet zero seven one eight. Is a Jahara there? That kind of cute anime girl. No, who's like, with the big eyes. No, yeah, no, 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 not her. That's oh, a different one. That's a different the, one. Jara, she's. If you read the comics, you guys got to read the comics yeah. too. Um, she's the security officer. She's got the white hair. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's no, kind of no, she's not in there either. No, she's not in there. You got to get her. In. Actually, funny side note about the comics in the yeah. countdown series, right? Because again, the countdown starts in the prime timeline. Correct. When you see Data on the bridge, yes. he is wearing a Sierra uniform from Star Trek Online because the artist that drew for that comic yes. was a big fan of Star Trek Online. Ah, Easter eggs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's got to be a zillion. There's probably oh, an yeah. Easter egg a day oh, on yeah. the on Star Trek oh, Online, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can you play as Cyrano Jones? No, you can't play as characters that are known. You can right. play as races and species. But right. again, you could play Nirano Zones if you want, and you right. know, make you a guy can create a zones. Right, a reasonable facsimile. <laughs> I, listen, I've seen Yoda walk around. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's I've, not. Yeah, right. I've seen Yoda. Um, somebody made a Joker. Winters, our audio engineer in, in Ireland, he has a Joker mm. character. Well, uh, you know, the Joker, I could see a little bit because there is the Star Trek Green Lantern crossover, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Green Lantern does exist in the same universe right. as the Joker. So I'm willing to buy that a little bit more, but Yoda, get him the hell. <laughs> Yoda can take a hug. But really, at its core, what that, what that is spotlighting, really, is that the character creator for Star Trek Online, you that the, the sky's the limit for you. Yeah. If you are the creative type that wants to go in and, you know, make your own race or play your, your own type of character, the character creator for Star Trek Online is robust. The community yeah. calls it space barbying. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. Well, I think if I were to start, um, see, I don't know what I would do. I mean, because if I could play, if I could play as any character from Star Trek, I would play as as as. Um, what about Liberated Borg? Would you do Liberated Borg? Because you could do Liberated Borg. Yeah, but like a Seven of Nine. Kind I don't of know. Thing. That's too too much mental baggage. I think, you know? <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, I don't know. I mean, I I love uh, Major Kira. She's probably my favorite. She's not my favorite character to watch, but she's the character that I most care about. Mm-hmm. I've told Nana Visitor this more than once, and she thinks I'm a psychopath. But I t- <laughs> tell her that like I really care about like what Major Kira's up to and and you know how she's doing. Has she shown up in the she story? She's not. No. Yeah, all right, we got to work on that. Um, but you can't play as her, and I don't know that I would want to be another. Oh, maybe a Bajoran. You, you can, can play be a Bajoran. Bajoran. Mm-hmm. I would maybe want to be. I would want to be one of those. Um, like like uh, like Ro or, or or Kira maybe you know uh, uh, probably a a feisty female uh, Bajoran freedom fighter but would that want to be my main one and then I want to be like a goofball like a right. Harry Mudd or somebody right. Right. With, or a with, with a little less uh, prostitution involved but a, <laughs> kind of a a, a, a mellow yeah, yeah sort right. of like a watered down PG right. version of a Harry Mudd is more my speed but then there's also like I want to play. Mr. Federation, you know, mm-hmm. Mr. or Ms. sort of, you know, straight as an arrow, uh, you know, potential Riker, potential yeah. Janeway mm-hmm. type character, you know? That's how uh, I feel. For me, you know, the experience in Star Trek Online has been because I want to continue and experience what I saw on the television. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? So, so I, when I created my first character, you know, I, the, the, 
it was the joint trail. I liked because you get special traits depending on the race, right? Yeah, yeah. So you get, you know, like a heightened accuracy or something. But I didn't want to stray away because like you, my immersion. I want to be yeah. immersed in the Star mm-hmm. Trek mythos. Yeah. So, and most players will feel that way. You know, even players that haven't even bought the the game or I'm not sorry tried the game are gonna want to experience what you experience right and you can that's the best part of it is that you right. can, go ahead create that human federation Riker style beard and <laughs> and live it man live it live it now um, if you have two characters or multiple characters um, you can't play them simultaneously though no Mm-mm. so you can't put your your Gordon sidekick in in the in the room no. with you okay so if you have a bunch of friends that want to play uh do you then have your own ship or is it still like individuals? Everybody it... has their own ship. Okay, so you don't have, like, you can't be all on the bridge together. Mm, well, you can, but you, it doesn't do anything. It's just more like a party zone. So, like, I can okay. go, oh, come check out my cool come bridge. Ch- all right, yeah. but you can't fly into battle. You're not no. zooming against no, the you're, I'm not, sphere. Yeah, with, I'm not in the together. captain's chair. And you're, okay. You know, there's a new game coming oh, yeah. up, which, mm-hmm. I, which I have played um, and, and, and really got my, my uh, fingers dirty. Um, the v, uh, VR game, yep, the bridge crew, uh, bridge crew. Bridge yeah. crew, bridge bridge crew. crew. Mm-hmm. Um, have you guys? Had yeah, that I, I, okay. I had the opportunity of playing it over at uh, the New York convention that happened this last October. Yes, um, that's when I did it also, and yeah. I I loved it. I loved it, but you see, you want to talk about barrier to entry. Yeah, I mean, you have to have a two thousand dollar rig to play that game. Oh, is that true? Yeah, yeah I plus mean, the headset and plus the, the yeah. You're talking things. about between the the computer itself, the headset. Yeah. There's a barrier. There's a financial barrier to entry, but nevertheless, it's a phenomenal game. Yeah, and they've improved upon it. Now you can play TOS. Now yeah. there's a TOS era there, right? I heard about that. It's not uh, out yet, right? No, no, it's no. Soon no. they mm-hmm. they delayed it. Mm-hmm. That's sort of been a theme for Star Trek lately mm-hmm. is delaying things. But you know, mm-hmm. wait till it's finished. But, it's, but it was super fun, and I wasn't nauseous. Were you nauseous when you played it? I wasn't nauseous, but I was totally inept. Yeah, I was. Um, <laughs> I was. Uh, so um, we did it, and for those who don't know, um, uh, what we're talking about, it's a new. It's um, Oculus Rift, right? Yep, so yep, you put mm. your headphones on, you put a thing over your face, and if you wear glasses like 97% of Star Trek fans do, it'll still fit over your glasses, mm-hmm. so don't worry. And um, it's total, you know, VR. It's total, um, uh, you know, they, they, you can look down and see your shoes. You can, as you zoom into the, it's not the Enterprise, it's another ship, the name of which I don't remember. The Aegis. There you go, yes, the Aegis. Right. And mm-hmm. you go in a la Star Trek The Motion Picture, they put you in a little shuttle as you approach and you probably can skip past this if you want. You hit X and you move on. But that scene, you're not really doing anything other than just sitting there. And you can move your head around. Mm-hmm. And you can see mm-hmm. the stars. You can see a little plaque on the side of the thing. It's gorgeous. It it's really gorgeous. is gorgeous. And then you get there and there are missions. And so the idea is you have three of your friends. You don't have to be in the same room. You can patch in. One guy can be across the world. And I think it's th- minimum of three people. Mm, that I'm not sure of. It's a captain, yeah, a captain, tactical engineer, and a tactical, and the helmsman. Uh, basically, what you're doing is uh, you, uh, the the little mission that I played was you you warp to an area, and um, I want to say the board probably attacked another ship, and there are people's bodies spilling out <laughs> over space and you have to try to grab them with either yeah. uh, I don't know you, you, escape pods escape yeah, pods yeah, is yeah, what it yeah. is you tractor beaming them in and then another guy is shooting uh, the Klingon or the Borg whatever it was and uh, it's very complicated and each person is doing their own thing and then there's the captain who's the center just yelling at everybody kind of conducting you know, engineer up level five you know and basically you're just watching little dials and if they get in the red you have to 
push X until it goes down. That's basically what it is. Mm-hmm. And I think I was driving the ship. That's right, because I kept moving us. In the, I kind of panicked, and we went in the wrong direction. <laughs> and everybody was being very polite and telling because we, you know, we it was a. Um, a thing at the convention mm-hmm. where so it wasn't like I was playing with my friends I was playing right. with three strangers yep. and everybody was being really polite <laughs> and everybody else was doing really well and meanwhile I'm like oh crap I'm, I'm driving us into an asteroid oh boy and they're like no no uh, try a little different I'm like oh boy I'm sorry I'm sorry and uh, there were other people there that did know me that were watching and cracking up and I you know, it looked like a knucklehead with this thing on my head. But nevertheless, mm-hmm. it looked incredible. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, so that is something that I guess will be a little pricey at first, and then the prices come down. But if you're really into this sort of thing and you have the disposable income or a mm-hmm. bank you can rob, I would recommend giving that a it's shot. It's on PS4 too, the PS4 uh, the View. Uh, I forget what Vita? it's called. Vita? So it's not out yet, but it's I don't think it's out yet. It'll be out on PC for Oculus Rift and PS4 for their, uh, their version of Oculus yeah. Rift. Cool. to play it a new podcast network featuring radio and tv personalities talking business sports tech entertainment and more play it at play.it this is engage, engage. the official star trek podcast Energize. all right so um i think the you answered all my questions i didn't understand about seasons and now that i do I wanted to know uh, about how the payment system works, and you explained that. Number three, I can't read my handwriting. Number four, um, you answered that about playing in other people's adventures while you're on your own. Um, and you might be in the middle of an event. So let's say you're, you're not intentionally going to bump into this guy, but you have to beam down to the planet's surface, and you're on an away mission. Will you see other people's away missions if you don't sort of invite them into your world, or no? So there's a setting in Star Trek Online where there are the, like those side quests, right? You go, yeah. you pull up to a planet, and it's like a patrol mission. There's a setting in Star Trek Online where you can opt into joining with somebody else in the team. So you're automatically teamed up with somebody another stranger a perfect stranger that oh, okay. happens to be in that same system and wanting to run that same side quest right. you can both go in and work together to accomplish the objective and if they're a jerk you're gonna say i don't want to play with you anymore. yeah pretty much and just warp right, out right. i would imagine that because there are you do hear sometimes in mmos how people get harassed but i would mm-hmm. imagine star trek fans are usually not like that they're yes yes as a general rule we're a cut above right. occasionally you might run into a jerk and if you don't want to play with them you hit x and they mm-hmm. go away okay mm-hmm. i like that um, then the my final question was um, we talked a little bit about Easter eggs and callbacks and you gave me a, a brief intro into the story but I don't want to know too much because that's uh, giving it away but can you tell me a little bit about some of the characters just on a personal level um, that you were surprised were in there and got very excited I mean mm-hmm. when it's when it's a name when somebody when I know Neelix is in it but they announce that in advance mm-hmm. they go well, mm-hmm. we got we got Ethan Phillips and he's in the booth and you're going to see him in the next but sometimes it's a surprise yep. so yep, what yep. Uh, let's start with you what was one that uh, that you're like oh my god this well, guy showed I, up I, I love I'm a big TOS guy so I loved that they brought in uh, Walter Koenig but I like the is he playing Chekhov or? yeah he does he yeah. is Chekhov yeah, okay. an older Chekhov an older Chekhov they do a nice job of so he's the movie era Chekhov yes. he's Star Trek yeah. nuclear vessels era Chekhov yes. yeah. okay yeah. Yeah. I think even beyond that right he's an admiral now well, yeah he's it's, yeah. It, 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 it's but it's the, you know the same uniform yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uniform okay and everything um I like when when real minor characters show up. Sure, yeah. yeah. You know, like uh, Alexander Rojenko shows up, which is kind of cool. And then it, he's not minor. He's Corda. He's Corda Worf's emotional <laughs> storyline. Uh, no, Alex. The so now he's probably 
How old is Alexander? Uh, in his 30s, right? Yeah, yeah, m- okay. Almost 40. Wow. Klingon years. That's Klingon years. Yeah, Klingon years. Right. Uh, so who voiced him? Was it, they just got some guy? Uh, it's not voiced. It's unvoiced. Oh, okay. Yeah, some but of the stuff defi- is not voiced. But it's definitely him. Yes. Like, because yeah. there's text and he tells you yeah, like, what's like, going oh, on in his uh, life. By the way. Uh, and you can read, like, yeah. you click X and And he shows up. You meet yeah. him at Roropente, which is kind of cool, too. You know, like, what is he these, doing there? Ooh, I don't want to spoil anything. But he's it's pretty not, cool. Is he working it's, there or is he there against his will? I'm not going to talk to you about it. Play is the, he the you gotta play. warden of Roropente? Uh, you got to play, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Alexander. Yeah, it's pretty cool stuff. Like, little things like that. I All love. right. All right. So that's your pick is Alexander. Oh, I'm going Alexander. Okay. And then who's your pick? So, uh, they usually announce who's coming on, right? But I think the biggest surprise was in one of the latest featured episodes, um, where you... When you say featured episodes, you mean seasons, right? No. So, sometimes, sometimes a season doesn't have a featured episode. Sometimes a season is really just a, is not just, but is an expansion to systems. So you don't you don't get a new story. It could it, you could like this season almost, thirteen. Yeah. Almost always, I but think almost it is. always, yeah. yeah. Like seasons season th- is kind of like a joke. They really mean level, right? They mean ex- it's ex- more like a like a traditional MMO expansion. And does that mean downloading more like a um, so you get a patch mm-hmm. and, and you have to download um, what's it called when you have to update your systems? You have to download a uh, an update. Just a patch. Yeah, oh, a just patch. patch. Okay. Yeah, a patch yeah. to the game. Um, All right. So in a recent um, so in one of the in one of the recent featured episodes was now this is big spoiler. This is going to be a big spoiler. All right. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. If it's a big spoiler, yeah, yeah, um, you're going to want to play something. Wait. Wait. Some wait. Wait. On. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, hold on. Okay. We have a big spoiler. Thank you. Has everyone heard it? Okay. I think. <laughs> All right. Enough. 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 <laughs> Okay, what do we got? All right, so in, I'll give a brief overview without trying to give away too much. But you team up again with uh, Empress Sela uh-huh. to investigate something that happened in the backstory of Star Trek Online. And you discover that someone didn't die that we all thought died. Who is related to Empress Sela? That would be um, her mother. Yes. Oh. yes. So we now are learning about what happened to Denise Crosby, I'm sorry, to uh, Tasha Yar, after she returned back with um, the, Rom- the Enterprise, the, uh, C, Enterprise C. C. Yeah, yeah. So the wait, I thought she died in a Romulan prison. Oh, she escaped. Well, well, uh, you have to play the mission. <laughs> but but at the very end, so it's a it's a very touching story because Tasha because um, Sila yeah. wants to. It starts to learn about her mother, mm. things that she had not known about. Oh, she had a rough life. Yeah, she had a rough mm-hmm. life. Yeah. So she gets incarcerated at the end, and at the very end, someone is teased and makes an appearance to tell her about her mom. And it's done in such a way where you there you, you don't see a face, you don't see you don't get much information, but. He puts down a little holographic figure. Oh. And up comes a little hologram of yeah. Tasha Yar. Do you remember? Well, it's got to be Data. Uh, yeah, you know, that's what, Who we, else all, could have been? That's well, what we all assume. But Data's in, D- Data has been in the... Data has not been in the game. I thought you said... Oh, they he's in the lore. He's, he's in the in lore, lore and he's in... Like, for instance, I hope there was lore all, isn't in the lore. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, well, it's got to be Data... It's B four slash data. Yeah, it's got right. We can only it's the it's the only logical option because he's the only one who ever had a little hologram display that that no, showed that his... that snake from Medra Man tried to take it from him mm-hmm. even, but mm-hmm. uh, but no. Well, that would be that would be season fourteen. We would see who is uh, 
we they, they I don't know if they're ever gonna get Brent Spiner. They, right. You don't even see his face. It's like the back. It's slicked back. The, the skin tone seems like Data. <laughs> we can only speculate that that it's Data. Whether or not they get Brent Spiner right, right, or right. The, the ability to use even his likeness, yeah, um, it would be awesome. I mean, one thing that you know we've been told when we've had uh, the developers on to our show is that they really want to avoid bringing in characters that they can't get voices for. They sure, want the sure. most authentic experience to the story. Yeah. So for instance, Scotty is in uh, the original series arc that you play in Star Trek Online. And that's voiced by his son. Right. Yeah, yeah. I read about that. Um, yeah. Which is which is touching. Is very touching sure. because he does a spot on, it's great, a spot on yeah. version of his father. Um, so that's the extent that we're gonna get. But you're never gonna see Captain Kirk zooming in and it's voiced by somebody else. Right. right. They don't want to do that. They like want to. Bugs avoid Bunny it. once Mel Blank died right. never sounded like Bugs Bunny. Right. Right. Um, but there was a Nimoy did record some some audio, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. yep. Yeah. So you'll see Leonard Nimoy in there uh, and and hear him and uh, and the computer is Major Barrett, but it's not Major Barrett. It just sounds an awful lot like Major no. It's Barrett, somebody right? else. Yeah. Somebody yeah. else. Okay. Yeah, someone else. Um. Cool. All speaking right. Speaking of so, speaking yeah. of Leonard Nimoy, when he passed, yeah. they erected a memorial for him on Vulcan in Star Trek Online. So you can visit this memorial of a statue of of Spock, right? Um, on Vulcan, because uh, yeah, he never came back. Right. He went he through the wormhole, and mm-hmm. uh, and then he he's he's yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. Cool. So listen, I got a nice education here. This was great. This was exactly what we needed. And again, for those uh, for those of you who listened to the uh, episode that we recorded a few weeks ago. I think it was evident that I always thought that Star Trek Online was neat. I just didn't, you know, I, I have a Mac. That's my excuse, is I have a Mac. <laughs> You're so all right, have, but if Frito was here, Frito would have to look at Fri- Yeah, Frito would have to look <laughs> You're at all right. My God. Um, so, uh, well, Frito's a very opinionated man. He is the internet. That's why we love him. So, um, uh, cool. So now I have the education, and I think um, my, the fact that I do own a Mac is not going to keep me down. No. I think, though, uh, I do want to be well-rounded in Star Trek and... Obviously, I, I watch the shows endlessly, and I do keep abreast of the books and the comics. But now it looks like maybe I need to know what's happening thirty years. You're going to want to. You're going to want to. And you yeah. know, the, you know, the how work- long will it take me to get up to where? I mean, that's the thing. I mean, it depends on how many. Like you know, some people will sit in front of their computer for eight hours at a time. Yeah, that's and a then problem. there are players. There, are, you know, that's how I used to be. Right. Um, and then I actually you never saw the sun. I never <laughs> saw the sun. Yeah, yeah, no. And but now I. You know, I've, t- I've stepped back, and now I'm much more of a casual player. Yeah. I'll go in, and I will play the featured episode, right, because I want to know what's happening in the story. And then I might log out for a few weeks and then come back in. Recently, I've been playing a lot more. Le- recently, I've been catching up yeah. um, in terms of gear and whatnot. But, you know, something I want to talk a little bit about, too, is that is the Star Trek online community. So, priority one, we don't work for Cryptic. We don't work for Perfect World, right? Yeah. We are fans of Star Trek and Star Trek online. We're a community. And there is a community out there that new players can go in and read up on it. For instance, there's something called StoWiki, which is completely run by volunteers. Mm. And it is an amazing resource to learn and catch up, find out about equipment, find out about story, find out about the, the latest ship. Uh, then there's something else called uh, Stow Academy that mm. is actually uh, was created, again, by a, a member of the community that allows you to kind of mock up a ship. 
and kind of get an idea of how powerful or what the, the stations are going to be for your ship and right, plan right. it out. It gives you suggestions. Yeah, and it gives like, you hey, suggestions. Hey, when I was first starting out, I thought I needed all power mm-hmm. to the deflector shields, but turns out mm-hmm. I, you, mm-hmm. you know, you don't need as much. Different. And these websites are, e- are free, easily accessible, and uh, you shouldn't be afraid to, no matter whether or not you're a gamer or not, you shouldn't be afraid to try Star Trek Online. Yeah. If you can, log in. It's free to play. You have nothing to lose other than an amazing experience of lore of you know Star Trek Online is what we haven't had a series right up until Discovery maybe in the fall right <laughs> so and even so uh, Discovery at least for now God knows what it'll be like in the future at least for now is not post right. post Nemesis right it's not right. Um, right. next and you know um, which I think I, I'm of the belief that I you know it would be cool to know what's going on although you should listen in, in the archives of, of this uh, uh, um, podcast we had a uh, writer uh, Dave Schilling on who made a very good argument about why the story should end. Mm-hmm. You guys, might, as Star Trek Online listener, uh, players, you might be interested. He gave, I don't know if I necessarily sign off on it, but he was like, no, it should end where it ends, and it's cool that Discovery's in the past, and I'm like, yeah, really? And he mm-hmm. laid out a good argument, mm-hmm. which I can't repeat, but that's, uh, how long ago was that, Brian? Uh, damn, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was X amount of months ago. It was, it was this Schilling. year? I think. <laughs> no, it was last year. Was it? Dave was last year. But it doesn't matter. So that's something that uh, is a nice way to, to, to continue this conversation. Yeah. Because it is, um, yeah, I don't, think, I, I don't think Discovery is going to go post-Nemesis. Uh, and if it does, it will be like a dream sequence or mm-hmm, like an right. accidental accidental wormhole and right. you know you never know because that even happened on enterprise right remember right. the enterprise yeah. j yeah Ooh, <laughs> you can you can play it in game you cannot play the yes. enterprise j get Mark out of here they just look like a big game. see-through it's like wonder woman's jet that's all it was yeah. in space yeah. it's crazy it's pretty enormous yeah it's, it's pretty cool huge yeah. in the game there are about 600 ships that you can choose can from. you you know what i like from a from a from a, a, a something that a lot of, i like um shinzon's scimitar you can play shinzon mm-hmm. scimitar shinzon yeah but how do you play shinzon scimitar if you were not well, Shinzon. You can name it Shinzon Scimitar. Wait, but and it has. But, the, but you it have the. the but yeah, you have the. You have the Scimitar. You just. Oh, I see. It's yeah, just. Yeah. It's just that when you when you start off, you like and these are the ships you may it, play with, and well, you can choose every level. Every every time you level up, you uh, gain access to new ships. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. So. so do you play just sort of in a galaxy class? No, I play uh, uh, tier six Constitution class, which I like. A lot. A tier six constitution. Yeah. So the, everything's in tiers. Tier one. T- tier one is for uh, one to ten. Tier two is from uh, level one to ten. Level. I'm sorry. One to ten. Oh, uh, I see. So it just sort of looks like original 20. series Enterprise, yeah. but it's just really fancy. It's like yeah, packs a punch. Yeah, yeah, it's packs nice. a punch. It's and nice, you yeah. play with. I am currently flying the <laughs> tier six fleet refit of the Sovereign because I love that ship. Wait, that what ship is the Sovereign? I'm blanking. The uh, Enterprise. Enterprise-y. From first contact. Oh, I see, I see. Okay. And that's a sexy ship, and I love her. The Enterprise E. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's the Enterprise D with better lighting. <laughs> it's got, like, real nifty lighting. It's a Well, darker, the Enterprise D is a little more sectional, whereas the Savi is sleeker. <laughs> She's sleeker. She it just, is. you know, fly right through the It face. does, and it's a little crisper. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, I like mm-hmm. to, like, it bashes into this. I just, I just rewatched Nemesis the other day for something that I'm doing, and um, I'd kind of forgotten that probably the only time Picard ever did this is like let's just ram the hell yeah. into there <laughs> and just sort of just cut the second half of Nemesis is not uh, Star Trek's finest no, hour no 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 which right. is why I'd right. kind of forgotten that but um, Nemesis is uh, Nemesis gets a bad there rap. is a power it's, in the game called ramming ramming speed well your ship would yeah, do yeah. dynamite for that you know <laughs> Borg you, Cube not so good you though. wonder what happened to Dinatra 
Sure. Play yeah. Star Trek Online. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we're going to cut it at that. It's been about an hour. This is great. You have a lot of notes here. Did we get to everything you wanted to say? What's something that you wish you'd, you'd gotten a point to? You have, a, you have like, a ba- like a binder here. Yeah, we this prepared, a, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah, you. Oh, good. I'm glad you guys prepared. Oh, and you were going to even show me some stuff. Yeah, I, mean, I can even definitely do it. We've just been yapping. Let's yeah. turn. All right, let's turn let's it turn, Let's turn the camera around here. And so... When you play Star Trek Online, you I want to see play... your sovereignship. Yeah, oh, well, let's yeah. do it. Let's right, let's sure. let's end on a button with um, you schlepped this uh, your laptop all the way in from yeah. from Princeton, New Jersey, and we didn't even use it. A Surface, uh, look, this is a Surface uh, book, uh, and it runs the game beautifully. Now the Surface book is kind of pricey, but again, yeah. you don't have to spend that kind of money. Right, I'm logging in. I have a friend who's really into PC gaming. Has one of those Alienware. Mm-hmm. Those computers look crazy. <laughs> those are heavy to lug around. Yeah, with. no, they are. They're giant. He's uh, he's really into God knows what. I think he's actually runs WikiLeaks. I don't think yeah. that he really is using it for games. I don't know what he's doing with that with that crazy looking computer. Right, so we're logging in. Um, you know, for a recommendation, if you really want to have a very easy experience with Star Trek Online. Purchase yourself a mouse with a number pad on the side. So Naga, the company Naga has the Razer. Uh, Logitech has their own version of it. And so instead of having to hit your one one to zero keys on the keyboard and like ah. reach for it or click, you can just... Because in the heat of battle, you might need that. Right, right. right let me ask you another dumb question. Can, you, can your character die in this game? That's a really good point. So you explode. <laughs> And, and you it faint, happens. and yeah. you faint. Um, but there really isn't a severe death penalty. It's not like Eve that when you die, you lose everything in your ship and your inventory and all that. Uh, jazz. I know less about Eve than I do about anything. But, but there are but games I mean, that have that. Well, yeah, Space Invaders. The Space Invaders right. land, and you die, and you got to mm-hmm. put another quarter in. That's that's, right. that's the video games I know. But so Star Trek <laughs> Online is very, you know, it's you die, you might get some kind of brief injury, and it's super cheap. And or then you freedom. you wake up back at a mm-hmm. um, saving point. Is that what they call? it? Yes, you can respawn, or yeah. there's an option if you're on the ground. You can have one of your uh, away team. You call the the AI, and mm. they'll come and wake you up. They'll revive oh, you. Okay. So, um, but it's different from those other types of games like um, oh, Prince of Persia. I'm really dating myself. That's like the last game that I played on Xbox One. I was a little bit good at that. And you would drop dead. You would fall in a hole yeah. of spiders, and they would eat you to death. Yeah. Um, and then you would show up. Three stages before me, like, oh, I got to jump yeah, over right. this thing again. It's a that's little not bit. Where, that's it's not, a little bit. It's it's. Um, that's it's not this one, type of game. No, that's no. a different type of yes. um, of of everything. Oh, where am I? So this is Earth Space Dock, the revamped Earth Space Dock. So we're this is like um, the Undine destroyed the old Earth Space Dock, <laughs> and they took that opportunity to really revamp and make Earth Space Dock look gorgeous. These are not the Polynesia Space Yards over Mars. This is in, this is, all right, and who, sh- is that a, she looks like Jadzia. That's a, take a little photo. All right, good. All right, so. Oh, and there's the Federation. Oh, this is very nice. This, yeah. you know, it has a little touch of, um, you know, it looks. Uh, there's a club. You can even dance. Club 47. Club 47. Club 47. Yes. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. This is episode 46 of the show. Next week's episode 47. <laughs> we really have to do a hats off to All 47. Right. So let's go into space. So now I'm going to beam up to my ship. Nice. And one. is that your trill? That's my joint trill, yeah. Your joint yeah. trill. Okay, what is his name? Elijah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. All right. And it's got the L, the, the framing is the L cars, mm-hmm. sort of a CUDA looking thing. And we are now. Um, Oh, that so, is a beautiful space station. Yep. 
and you're moving it around to. with your mouse. So you move sort now, of the camera. Yes? Yep, you move the camera. Now there's a million spaceships around. There, there. Yep, these are all people. These are all players from all around the world. So you're online right now. Yep, I'm okay, online right and, now. Okay, um, and you don't. It's if you you said that you could play a version where you don't see any of these guys if you want to be a Reg Barclay type. No, you but, always see them. You just don't have oh. to interact with anybody. So if you wanted to be a pest, and that that ship over there looked a little bit like the Enterprise, you want to be like, hey, buddy, what's going on right, today? You right. could contact yep. them. You can right-click, send a direct PM. Actually, this is an... Uh, I don't think that's a person. That might be an NPC. So I'm going to stop know, my Probably ship. some here listeners of your podcast. Right, right. There. So Phoenix Vanguard here, James, I can send him a private message and say, hey, James, how's it going? Do you want to do a mission with me, James? Let's Let's work on something together. Um, and he might just be like, oh, my God, I fell asleep with my computer on. Right, I didn't yes, even realize exactly. <laughs> I was still churning. So there's Earth. I mean, look, it's a beautiful game, this, man. The graphics are extraordinary. For seven years old, this is a gorgeous game. Gorgeous game. Yeah. And they actually updated the lighting, too, so it's like a brand new game. Yeah. All right, let's do some combat, right? You want to see, see me fire well, my you phasers? Know, I'm a, I don't like to fight, but I suppose uh, if the, we must defend something. Yeah, uh, let's do that. Let's. If... Uh, with, uh, you're going in, you've just gone now, into warp. Now I've warped out of... Orbit, and yes. now I'm going into um, sector space, which is essentially the world map. Right, right. That's how you get from, you know, point system A to point system, B. Yeah. Okay, so there's Earth. There's, so there's Sol. Earth. Yep, yep. Uh, where would where would some villains right now? So are you in? Again, uh, forgive me, but are you in? You're not really in the story right now because you're sort of in like getting right. rid of. You're not in um, season thirteen right now. You're just sort of in generic sort of like limbo space where you can go to the club and just sort of fart around the world you're not like engaging in right now i'm not engaging any missions right I'm not, right we're okay. worried about but from this point you can just pick a mission and then you go to a system to engage that mission so you right. need this map to if get you want to go let's say you know season four had a mission on uh vulcan that you feel like you you, you did a half-assed job you're like you know i didn't really nail it yeah. you can go back and sort yeah. of retrace your steps yeah, absolutely yeah. okay mm -hmm. all right so that's very quickly um just do something where you might have to uh all right, let's Engage see. Engage in what's, some uh, fisticuffs, and then let's see if you get blown up or not. All right. Um, where do I want to go in, uh, in Vulcan? I could... Are the Borg around? I yeah, mean, oh, might... yeah, the Borg. They play a big story. There's a whole sure. arc. I mean, I was going to say, maybe, maybe go, like, uh, kick the hornet's nest of the Borg yeah, a little do bit. Like a Borg red alert? Oh, uh, yeah, that's a good, good point. Yeah. Oh, God. So... Is that a Renan? Oh, he looks yep. terrifying. Yeah. Oh. All right, so now you're going through a warp. That was a very exciting... Transwarp kind of... You went to transwarp, okay. Mm -hmm. And the point of view, I mean, you can move the camera around if you want. There's yep. a lot of different... You can really get cinematic with this. Yep. The next thing you know, your wife's divorced you, and, you know, yeah. you just... Right, there is a Vulcan, Patrin, or is she Romulan? Oh, great. This red alert is not working. Oh, wait. Never mind. Come on. Oh, my God. I see a Borg cube. There's a Borg. Yep. Tactical cube. <laughs> Want to know what happens to the Borg Queen? No, no, don't <laughs> tell me. All right. I'm just excited Naomi Wildman is out there. I hope yeah, she's she doing well. There, yeah. She was always a little precocious young, young gal. Now, there is some waiting in the game. You're waiting for other players to join. Uh, let's see if you have to hold for a little bit. Yeah, we're holding. All right, so just to give you a visual here, our ship, which is the uh, Sovereign-style uh, Enterprise-E, it's not the Enterprise-E, it's one that looks just like it, right. is now uh, eyeing a Borg cube in... Uh, where are you in, in space? You're in the right Alpha now, Quadrant somewhere? I am... There's a little map on the corner. There's, there's a lot. There, there are a lot of whistles and bells. I mean, I'm sure when I'm you in play the Klingon area, the Goroth sector. <laughs> and the nice thing too is that they've spent a lot of time making 
even the 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 universe map pretty accurate. Yeah, well, I'm sure I'm sure they consulted the uh, the uh, stellar cartography books that came out recently. So we're in the Garoth system. Oh, there's colors. It's beautiful. And now another ship has joined us. So we're in what looks a little bit like a cutscene, but then it cuts back to tactical where you are moving it around. There's a lot of different um, things on the bottom. There's what look like dials and images and whatnot that I'm sure once you play for a while begins to be secondhand. But now phasers are firing and the board cube is lit up and he's got to use both hands. because uh, No, uh, actually, no. I can... I don't know. Uh oh, our shield's down. He just got hit. No, no, no. Okay. So the other people who are joining you, this is this is not a simulation. This is actually this is happening. Actually happening. Yep. Okay. And yep. this is a bit of a side mission to mm -hmm. the story arc. This is just here, yep. kind of giving your your uh, your crew a little bit of a, you know, you want to keep them on your to on the toes. Get in the battle stations. You are firing phasers with rapid speed. Who are you shooting against? Is that a Romulan I'm ship? Shooting a Tholian recluse. A Tholian. Oh my god. Now, you know, I've set it up. I've set up my gameplay to be as simple and as not complicated as possible. Yeah. There are numbers so flying that, all over the place. Right. Now, see, this is the damage that I'm putting out, et cetera, ah. et cetera. Um, but I'm playing with just the mouse and I'm hitting the space bar to fire. So, again, you don't have to be a master MMO player to enjoy this game. That's the that's the nice thing about Star Trek Online is that you can play Star, Star Trek Online by hitting the space bar. Uh, oh, and this beautiful explosion. So I got to do an aileron roll. Oh, wow. Just to not die. But I'll die, and then you'll see that I just respawn. Oh, well, I mean, you took out a Rotholian with you, and mm -hmm. those guys and are... a Borg Sphere. Oh, a Borg Sphere, you say. Mm -hmm. Those are lateral phasers. Where are your photon torpedoes, for God's so sakes? So I do not use torpedoes. What? Yeah, I'm, I'm Jake, not, what's I'm wrong with this guy? I'm not playing. Oh. He he just, he's the torpedoes? boss. I can't say anything better. Ah. <laughs> do you use photon torpedoes, Jake? No. What's wrong with both of you? <laughs> They're a very powerful weapon. Listen, I mean, I'm a man of peace. I wouldn't mm -hmm. use it if I didn't have to, but... Uh, all right, you're using a lot of phasers, um, and you're not dead yet, nope. but I would imagine that your lateral I'm a half-decent player. <laughs> I'm a half-decent player. So I, I don't... There's a lot going my hole, on. My hole's at like 50%, but... This is just for demonstrative yeah, purposes. Yeah, I like that the, um, the uh, phasers are red. Mm-hmm. Yeah, These, I'm running anti-protons. Oh, well, you know. I usually <laughs> so. get a doctor's note before I do that. Um, there is, uh, there are, uh, there's, a, there's a lot going on. There's a yeah. lot of uh, polygons and numbers. So and this is a Tholian web. It's, it's oh, yeah, they are, yeah. they're locking you in in a web and they're trying to kill you. Oh, the Tholians. Have you read the down. Vanguard series of books? There's a lot of Tholian action in that. They, they communicate via thought color. It's, it's heavy duty stuff. All right, well, listen, you know what? I'm going to let you... Um, I'm going to watch you perish in space. Yes. But when you perish, your guys will come. Now, will you have lost some points, some hit points, for lack of a better term? If, will if my ship gets damaged. So, and it's kind oh, of like a roll. Hit. Like, it, yeah. you, sometimes nothing happens to you, and you can just roll right, right in and not have to worry about a debuff. <laughs> uh, that's that's the technical term. All right, well, then hit control oh, look, Z. I died. Yeah. Look, you see, oh, I died. Oh, God. Is that irrevocable? So did, I be, did this did coming on this podcast ruin no, your player's no, experience? No, I don't know. I don't, I, I'm sure somebody's going to judge me for dying on a Tholian red alert, but... I'm okay. I'm okay with it for the purpose. Of you should have. You shouldn't have given me your main guy. You should have given me one of your uh, so one of your scrubs. Right. So respawn and depending on internet connectivity. Wow. But that's essentially. What All right. Cool. So I got to see two things. I got to see sort of go. the uh, let's hang out beautiful sort of vibe of the interior space of the of the space station uh, uh, and the docking bay. 
and um, then I got to see some heavy action, mm-hmm. which involved a lot of zooming around and getting killed by Tholians, and I saw an actual Tholian web, and um, it looks like a octic, not even, a, like a poly, um, a dodecahedron, that's what the yeah. Tholian, yeah. A, a, a curved Tholian web. Listen, guys, I can't thank you enough for coming by. This was a lot of fun. Thank you for having us. I would love thank to have you guys on again to talk about other things. Um, um, at some point, you know, let's uh, let's let's uh, put that in the book. What well, you guys are going to be in Vegas, I'm sure, right? Yep, yep, yep. Awesome. Kenna and I right now from Priority One are the two definite that will be there. Hopefully, we'll have more members of the team. Come on, Jake. Yeah. Yeah. You, you Jake. know, it's expensive to get there, but you can you can get a hotel room in Vegas for <laughs> for a smile. And with a beautiful smile like yours, yeah. you can get a, a, a suite. Thank, thank God for radio, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you got to You, um, I don't. I mean, surely you have a, a life and, and and work and whatnot, but you should come to Vegas this year if you can. Uh, I'll do my best. All right, thanks. I appreciate thank it. So one can listen to Priority One uh, by just going to iTunes and searching for. Yep, it. you can search but, Star Trek podcast and we'll pop right up there, or yes. you can search for Priority One podcast. And you have your own website, which is PriorityOnePodcast.com. Yeah, that, and uh, we have a bit of an announcement if you don't mind no wait hold on hold on yeah all right the announcement we, Go for it. we have just teamed up with Roddenberry Entertainment for their oh, official nice. Roddenberry uh, podcast network so awesome. we are joining Mission Log and Women at Warp so we are Priority One a Women Roddenberry Star Trek podcast guys. yeah wait yeah. so they do Mission Mission uh, Mission Log mm-hmm. and we've we've been it's funny we've been talking about doing a cross podcast uh, show with them also which I've been meaning to get to and now you're part of their their family distribution yeah, network yeah, yeah, yeah awesome so they'll have there will be more there will be more details you know coming down the pike okay uh, cool. there'll be an official website that right. players well can, listen I hope and you know. I told this to Mission Log and, and Women in Warp know this and you know this too at least from my point of view despite being the quote unquote official Star Trek podcast we have an open mm-hmm. door and we love everybody and there's certainly you know, I, I it, it's welcoming. Yeah, thank yeah, you so yeah. much. It's been yeah. a real honor to to see no, you. No, no, no. Star Trek online. Yeah, hundred percent. And and um, you know, I can't reiterate that enough. And uh, the Roddenberry guys are a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And um, Mission Log is uh, is a great podcast. There's a lot of great Star Trek podcasts. Yes, there are. Transporter Room Three is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the one the guy who does just um, just the music. Have you listened to his podcast? Mm-mm, it's no. called Musical Treks, I think. Oh, no, that one I haven't heard I of. can't remember his name. He's the nicest guy, and he listens to the show, too. I'm so embarrassed I can't remember his name, but I can see his face. I'm terrible at names. I can see his face, and he's the nicest gentleman. Um, and Brian, um, uh, maybe we should edit that out, because I feel like a jerk for not. No, leave it in. I'll be honest. I'm always honest, but I can't remember his name. He's the nicest guy. And th- there's a lot of great podcasts yeah. out there, and we yeah. here at Engage... Um, have an, uh, you know, a sort of a welcoming uh, uh, attitude toward all fans and fandom and, and fan fiction and fan audio stuff and fan films so long as they follow the rules and, you know, that's <laughs> that. So that's great. And with that, we're going to say goodbye. Um, listen to Priority One every week, right? Every week. Every Monday, there's a new episode. Awesome. All right. So until then, let me beam you guys out. You know, you're going to share a beam now because now you get a little close. You get a right. little closer. Oh. A little clo- Not that close, Jake. Don't step on his foot, oh. but we're going to...
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.